Welcome back to the program. Thank you very much for that, Amy, from one Amy to another. Looking forward to going over to Canada to speak to Amy Sayer, an attacking midfielder for the Matildas. She's had nine games at the senior level for Australia. She's got a big couple of games coming up very shortly too against Canada. The reigning gold medal champs and the number 10 in the world. And you'll be able to watch that Saturday afternoon. We'll tell you how. But I'm happy to say Amy has joined us on the line. G'day, Amy. Hey, how are you going? Yeah, really well. More to the point, Amy. <laughs> How are you going? How's things looking for the Matildas for this game coming up on Saturday? Things are looking good. We've now got everyone in camp, so we're starting trainings off strong. It is a little bit cold, um, so we're really just hitting the ground running, and we're about two days away from the game, so looking forward to that. Okay, a little bit. What's a little bit cold, Amy? It's about anywhere from about zero to two degrees. So it's not oh. quite snowing, which is what has hit Sweden where I was previously. But, you know, it's a little bit brisk outside, a little bit windy. So we've layered up, but, you know, it's no Australian summer. So I'm looking forward to going back <laughs> to that. But we're making do with what we've got. Uh, yes. I want to ask you how long since you've seen an Australian summer. Obviously, Sydney born and educated here, but then basically traveling the world, playing at uh, Stanford, obviously, with the, the Cardinal, um, playing over there with San Francisco, a little bit with Sydney FC, and as you mentioned, back to Sweden uh, for your club football after this. But um, how much has there been from Tony Gustafsson an absolute focus on these couple of games? It's high-quality opposition as well, Amy. So this is a Matilda's side that we know have played well over the course of this year, but need to play well again to guarantee that qualification for the Olympics. Yeah, we've turn the focus to knowing that these two games coming up are really huge for us in our preparation for the Olympics. Um, it's going to put us in a good place going into our third round of Olympic qualifiers in February. And we've been told that it's probably the last time that we're going to have really quality top 10 opposition until the Olympics come around next June. So Really, it's going to be a huge preparation point for us. We do have a few players out, but I think as a team, we're just building on a lot of our tactics and our new playing style and really just getting around each other and learning all the little skills of each other and just developing as a team. Have you been told the 11 yet? Do you know exactly what your role will be, Amy? No, we don't get told until about the day before the game or even on game day. Um, and I think my role in the team has always been pretty straightforward. You know, I'm going to try and put my best foot forward in every training session and every opportunity that I have, I'm going to take it. Um, but in terms of my role, I just want to, you know, do my best, see if I can earn any game time and really just contribute in any way possible, whether that's any position that they want me in or any amount of minutes that I'm able to get on the field. The Australian sporting public had a deep love for the Matildas prior to the Women's World Cup that was held out here. After that, they were clearly number one with a bullet and, and that was reflected in uh, the crowds that were there to support them and the TV audiences that were there to watch them. Unfortunately, you missed out. How was that, watching them do so well with so much support, Amy, and knowing that you came so close to being in that squad? It was amazing. I think anything that can really push women's football to the top tier of sport and viewership and everything is just a win for everyone and especially me and I was tuning into the games from Stanford it was a couple of 3 a.m games a couple of 1 a.m ones so I was up and watching and I was just supporting the team and 
it's always going to be a little bit bittersweet missing out on a tournament, yeah. especially one that's held on home soil. But, you know, I did everything I could to try and push for a spot in the team. And realistically, Tony chose the best 23 that we're going to get us as far as we got. And we got to top four in the world. And that's really something to write home about. Yeah, no doubt about it. Has has Tony talked about that in your, your debriefing? I know you had games over in Perth and you were a, a big part of that uh, as well. And the, uh, that support for the Matildas continued. But has Tony been able to do a debrief of what happened at the, the World Cup to then move forward to the Olympics? Yeah, of course. I think him and his team did a massive statistical review of all the games and all the teams that we came up against in the tournament and that's kind of shaped our new preparation as we start looking towards these olympic games so we've started trialing a new thing some new things and that's what the focus is on these upcoming games because we're playing such a great opposition in canada um Mm. so we're going to be trying a lot of new things and having quite a few different variations and combinations on the field with players and playing style so a lot to be worked on, and I think the public will be excited to see what we've got to show. Has Tony committed himself to the group? There's a lot of rumours swirling around, Amy, about whether, you know, uh, it, first it was the USA uh, Team USA job, uh, then there's now the Swedish men's job. Um, has Tony told you specifically or explicitly as a group that he will be with the Matildas to the Olympics? I think we know that Tony's emphasized a lot to us that he's going to stick with us until the Olympics. And I think the biggest thing that we've really gotten out of this is that the fact that our head coach is being headhunted by so many different nations really shows what a quality coach and person he is. So I think that's the biggest positive to take out of it. But our focus is really internal. We've turned inwards as a group and we're just focusing on the games as they come. So we're not really too worried about what's happening outside, but we do have faith in everything that Tony's doing for us and the tactics that he's got and everything that we've got coming up until June and when we start to perform at the Olympics. Yeah, right. Um, Tell us about your time at Stanford. How many years did you have there? It's obviously known as a a great sporting college, but also just brainiacs there. Amy, you must be highly intelligent. Uh, I like to think so. I hope so. I mean, (laughs) somehow I got into the school, so you would hope that they saw my transcript and were happy with what they saw. But I I spent three years there, three and a bit. I graduated early. So instead of spending four years and graduating next June, I decided to um, fast track all of my units and graduate with a degree in human biology and philosophy. So I graduated in August and then headed straight over to Sweden. Wow. Congratulations. Um, so what human biology and, and what was the other one that you majored in? Philosophy. Okay. So what, what do we find you doing in, I know it's a long way away, but post your football, do you have any, any ideas on that, Amy? It's given the fact that I think it's your birthday tomorrow, today, Australia time, and it's uh, number 22. So 22 candles on the cake. I guess you haven't thought that far ahead, right? I like to look forward a lot and think about my future, especially since being a professional footballer is not going to last you until you're 70. I've only got maybe another 10 years in me. We'll see how well my muscles hold up. But I'm hoping to still go to law school. That's the goal eventually. And I'm thinking about collecting a master's degree next year in bioethics. Um, So see where that takes me. That's another four or five years of schooling. So that'll be the focus 
whether or not that that's during my professional career or whether it's after and then eventually we'll see where that takes me but that's that's my main interest for now uh we just love the low achievers on this program it's just incredible any ideas where you might do that masters in bioethics well, what's funny is that during the qualifiers, after I did an article about my interest in bioethics, I had Monash and Sydney University tweeting at me in my comments and trying to fight over my um, commitment to their program. So we'll see. I've applied to both and we'll see which one comes out on top. But I was looking at them before they actually subtweeted me. So we'll we'll see which one wins. Uh... Uh, well, as an alumni from doing agricultural economics at Sydney University many, many years before you were born, uh, Amy, I can strongly recommend Sydney University on that one. Um, all right, you like you said you like looking forward. Have you looked forward with the thought of representing Australia at Paris 2024? That would be quite spectacular, Amy. It really would be. I think it would be remiss of me to not think about that, but yeah. I'm very well aware that it's a much smaller squad than the World Cup and especially me having just missed out. Um, I'm going to have to push really hard to try and make that team of 18. But really, I think I've made put some positive steps forward and working on doing my best in every camp that I'm called into when I am lucky enough to get called in. Yeah, so for those people wondering, 23 players for the World Cup, 18 players for the Olympic squad. Does that mean that your firm at uh, form at Christian Stads in Sweden will be very important in the lead up to that as well? Absolutely. I think me yeah. going professional right after graduating from Stanford is a huge part of and a huge reason why I think I performed so well in the past qualifiers and it's built my confidence and my skill level and the speed of my play and everything. So I, I think that that's going to be a huge part of leading into the competing for a spot in the Olympics roster for next year. Amy, it's been an absolute delight to speak with you today. Thank you for your time. I know it's getting getting late over in Canada and it's it's cold, as you mentioned. You've got the big game coming up on Saturday night, uh, Saturday, 2.30 p.m. on Channel 10. You can watch it here in Australia. Best of luck for those games and also on through to Paris for 2024. Thank you. Amy Sayers there. Uh, wow, what a star. Um, yeah, as we say, the underachievers here. What human biology and philosophy and wants to do her master's in bioethics maybe before or after attending law school. Also an attacking midfielder for the Matildas. It's just... Oh, mum and dad must be so upset. But anyway, anyway, uh, all right, we're going to get ourselves to a break. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. 1170 the text line 0457 736 736.